Hey guys, welcome back to another podcast of Babus to Babus. And I'm your host, Babus. I don't know why I just did pause there. <laughs> I wasn't sure if you were waiting for me to start and say, I'm your host. Yeah, Babus. I don't know why. I don't know why I looked at you. I just like, are you going to say something? But yeah, I'm your host, Babus. I'm also your host, Babus. So, welcome to... Tuesday relationship talk. It'll be, it'll get better. (laughs) (laughs) Basically, we've decided that we're going to dedicate Tuesdays and Thursdays to uh, relationship advice. It could be uh, romantic relationship, platonic relationship, or even like, you know, family relationship, whatever you want. Yeah. Just relationship in general. Mm -hmm. Relationship with your cats. (laughs) (laughs) yes cats or dogs yeah your pets we have experiences Mm -hmm. (laughs) with both (laughs) but um i guess guess to start off we should talk about our relationship then yeah okay i I mean where do we begin i mean we're not i don't think we should elaborate like you know but i mean just just give our audience a snippet of how long we've been together I mean, this is going to be like a two-minute <laughs> podcast. We've been together for, you know, this long. All right, bye. I mean, I think the audience wants to know, you know, the baboolians. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> is that what we're going to call them? I don't know. That's kind of what I had in mind. The baboolians. Or the babu's army. The babu's army? Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> no. Don't do that. Don't do that to BTS. <laughs> Yeah, it was kind of weird because um, we didn't know what to call you guys. Because the thing is, like, you know, babus is kind of like our term of endearment to each other. To each other, yeah. So it's kind of like I don't want to be calling you guys babus because that's what I call, you know, my girlfriend. Right. So. And it was funny how the term endearment or the term babus came about because we were always chatting through Facebook. I wasn't Facebook. It was Facebook. Or MSN back in the yeah, day. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. The we, good times. We were always chatting on MSN, and we would type, uh, we would call each other baby. Like, 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 like you know. Like B-A-B-Y. Like, like couples do in the beginning. Right. They and, always call each other baby until, you And know, we would always mistype it and spell it B-A-B-U. Right. And so that's how the term babu came about, and we just started calling each other babu. Mm-hmm. And that's, yeah, and that's essentially how it happened. But the thing is that, like, you know, like we're, when we call our podcast Babus to Babus, I thought it was pretty cool because mm-hmm. it's like from one Babus to another Babus, right. you know. But then the army, you know, or like the, our fans, <laughs> you know, our audience, like, I don't know what to call you guys. But I don't think ba- Babus, I don't want to call you guys Babus, <laughs> man. That's just kind of cringe. And I, 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 I especially do not want you guys to call me Babus, all right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we can't call our audience bab- baboolians. Baboolians? Yeah. No, that's too much of a mouthful. And it kind of sounds like boobs. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I'll think we'll of a. Something yeah, out. yeah, we, yeah. We'll, we'll figure a new, like, names that you guess to call us. but The booze. The booze? Yeah. No, I don't want. No. I, stay away from baboos. Okay. I don't want to even hint of baboos. But yeah. Anywho. Uh, so what were we? <laughs> <laughs> you completely sidetracked yeah, here. Yeah. Anyways, we've been together for mm, I don't even know how long. 
<laughs> what year is it? 2020? 12 years? Roughly 12 years? Oh my gosh, has it been 12 years? Yeah. 20. No. Yeah, because we started talking back in like 06. 06? No way. Yeah, because that's, yeah, that was high school. We were talking in 06. Or, or no, se- no, 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 we were talking no. 07. And then, like, around- no, I think we were talking about 08. No, I thought 08 was when it was getting kind of serious. And then, like, around 08. Oh, so we met each other in 07. And right. then started really talking to each other, like, in a romantic way. Or not romantic way, but, like, as if we're interested in each other in 08. Yeah. Because we, we've never really, clear- we never, like, had a, like... Oh, this is the day we decided to date. It just right. kind of like started. To it just kind of progressed, and then we were just like, "Oh, I guess we're like dating." Yeah, let's, <laughs> let's, I guess we're just a thing. We never asked each other like, "Hey, do you want to be my girlfriend or boyfriend?" Right. It was just a, "Hey, I like you." Oh, okay, I like you too. And then it was just, "I guess you're my boyfriend." Yeah, and then like three years later, it was like, "I guess you're my boyfriend, right?" <laughs> I mean, you've been coming around a lot. We've been hanging out a lot. <laughs> Yeah, so it's been. Yeah, I think it has been twelve years. Yeah, like roughly twelve years. If we're counting, if we're not counting two thousand and seven, and we're counting it from two thousand and eight, then it, it's been about twelve years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My gosh. Dang, we're old. It doesn't even feel that long. Oh, it sure felt that long to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm counting the days. It feels like I've only just met you like a year ago. <laughs> I know that is true. Like it's it's surprisingly surprisingly surprising me how uh long we've actually been dating. Right, because it just seems like all those time that we've been together it's just all blur. Right. And like I can remember bits and pieces, you know, like memorable or like like things we've done. Right. But it's like always, I always feel like it we've always been us. Right. You know, it's like I, I can't even think about how we were in the beginning when we first started because ooh, cringe <laughs> especially you cringe ew so i think i was what maybe 16 years old i think yeah, we were yeah. both roughly 16 years old when we first met mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then roughly that was like the age that we i guess started dating man looking back at it we're that was kind of young 16 yeah, man. I don't know. I think any anyone under the age of 18 that's dating is considered too young. Man, I don't know, dude. Back then, everyone has boyfriend and girlfriends, and it's just like, it seems like I was the one that, that didn't really have a boyfriend. I mean, uh, a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Oops. <laughs> Oops. The secret's out. Bobbles is actually a good boy. Now, yeah, I meant to say, yeah, like... <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> That's what you really meant to say. I knew it. <laughs> I was worried. I knew it. I was worried that that, that was what I was going to get. Nah. It only took you 12 years to tell me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I, to me personally, I think I think, I think think we were like 17, so like 11 years, right? I, I, I think, think 17. I think 17 was when we were kind of like, okay. Getting really like, serious. Like, yeah, this is serious. Like. I can really see you as my boyfriend. Right, because I think we were talking for like almost two years, a year and a half. We were talking for a while. Right. And back then, you know, it was hard because like, you know, we couldn't be on the computer all day. We didn't have like 
phones where we could just um like always be on the internet you know mm-hmm. but but it was also because we didn't go to the same school we mm-hmm. met through a mutual friend so you were going to a completely different school across town i was going to the school with your your friend you know I think I think it's like more like mutual friends because there's multiple people in our friend groups that knew oh, of sure, each other. Sure, you know, so yeah, it was hard, you know, to de- especially talk back then because uh, yeah, that reason why you know like and and because we were both too young, we didn't have our license, so we never really went out mm-hmm. to hang out. We had phones. Phone was a no. luxury thing. Yeah, back we then. didn't have phones back then. It was still a. Um, I'm give you my house phone, but don't call. Yeah. <laughs> like I'll call <laughs> no, you. No, don't call. Cause if my mom picks up, then, uh, we'll be in big trouble. Kind yeah. Of thing. Or like, you know, I'll call you at uh, seven. Oh Just, no, no. It's a, I'll call you after nine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cause you get unlimited you know, minutes. Like, unlimited minutes. See, but kids these days <laughs> don't, don't understand how hard it was to talk. Okay. Or it was a, uh, I'll call you from, you know, my brother or someone's phone yeah. because I don't have one. <laughs> Or like, um, or like you would text me from your dad's phone. Like, I love you, but don't text back though. This is my dad's <laughs> phone. <laughs> like, kids don't know about that. You know, they don't know about that. Don't text back because this is my mom's phone. <laughs> it was a, a text send delete yeah. type of thing back in the day. <laughs> back when text used to cost money. It was. It was like a dollar. <laughs> per letter yeah it was expensive <laughs> so so you had to like write in code <laughs> like back then man sending if, if i received a k as a reply from your text i was like I, this guy bougie this guy got money he's sending just one letter text Woo! i need to hang out with this guy more he needs to hook oh me my up gosh. Dude, back then, man, I couldn't, I couldn't send a one-letter uh, text. Dude, I had to like write, <laughs> okay, I understand, I confirmed it, I, you know, we're on the same page here, got it. Like I, <laughs> I had to make sure my text was worth the money that I was sending out. You know, so people always get like long texts for me, like, it was hey, hey, right? It's like, hey, you yeah, coming to the party? Novels. Yep, I'll be there. I see you there. You know, we're gonna be hanging out there at the party. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, man! I remember man. those days. Looking back, it's it's kind of funny. Yeah, exactly. And then like not only that, but like I didn't I didn't even have a phone. You know, because, <laughs> you didn't. Yeah, I had to borrow my um my brother's phone to talk, and and it was hard to borrow because I I came from like a big family, mm-hmm. right? So the old like I went to talk to my immediate older brother. To use his phone to talk to my current girlfriend, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it was me. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops! I was talking to my boyfriend. <laughs> and the thing was is that, you know, he was always talking to his girlfriend. <laughs> you know, so like, I was like, dude, come on. Like, I need to text my girlfriend. <laughs> or like, text this girl I like, you know, like, let me just get like five minutes. It's like, man, like he was just like nonstop talking. It's like, Jesus. You know, and just like, and this is like doubly worse when, um, when they don't, when like their phone's not working, they have to use the house phone. Oh, I just remember my, my two older brothers fighting for the phone all the time, you know, like 
the long like you know the, the phone with the cords oh yeah 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 like we we had a cord that stretched across the house like, like 20 feet long yeah like 20 yards <laughs> <laughs> like we bought our phone cords with by, at yards you know and you can literally stretch the phone from the kitchen to the living room you know and outside in our front porch <laughs> for privacy <laughs> you want privacy oh you can talk gosh. in the porch <laughs> with a long you know wire running across the house See, kids these days don't know the struggle. <laughs> this is a struggle back then. It was a struggle to uh, to talk to your girlfriend and boyfriend. Mm. Yeah, especially when you're poor and broke <laughs> and got money for any of that stuff, you know. But we, we managed it somehow. We both had computers. Yeah, it was hard. Even then, too, because like we could never uh, meet up at the right time. Right. We were always missing each other. Yeah. On like, uh, on Messenger. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, it was MSN. It was like one of those uh, those chatting apps. Like Skype. Yeah, yeah. Skype's still around. Yeah, yeah. But back then, it was like pre-Skype. Right. I think but it was it like Skype was starting. Right. It was starting. Um, and video cameras were like pretty new at the time. So it was just like strictly uh, like chatting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we would always miss each other by like minutes. Yeah. Like I would log on like at 6 p.m. and wait for you until like 10 and then the moment I log off, like, you would come on, like, at 10.02. Yeah, and they send you a message. Yeah. And be like, hey, what's, like, you know, didn't see you today. Mm-hmm. Or something like that, you know. And then and then you would go, come on the next day or something. Be like, oh, dang, like, he sent this at 10.02. Right, right. I was here. Dude, I remember uh, early on when we were, we were still talking. I was like, hey, you have a webcam. You know, I think it was like we were talking on Skype or something. Yeah. And I was like, hey, why don't you turn your webcam, you know, so I can see you. This dude, <laughs> this dude turned on her webcam in like pitch dark room. It was like 10 o'clock at night. The room was dark. She had her lights off. I didn't see anything anyways. I was just like, just turn it off. Turn off the, the webcam at this point. Like, there's no point in you turning on the webcam. I didn't see nothing. I just see like these two things in the back, you know, blinking. <laughs> like, what is that? What is that? It's like this dude blinking. And this dude had her face covered in the blanket, too. And I was like, no, this dude really don't want me to see her. I was like, at this point, you might as well just leave the webcam off. I, I remember that. I was like, dude, just. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> I was just like, just leave it off, dude. This dude dressed like a ninja <laughs> in the, the dark. There was no point. <laughs> there was. No. You saw me. <laughs> <laughs> I saw. I don't know what I saw. I could have been looking at your brother. I could have been looking at your dog. Probably. I couldn't even tell. Yeah. Anyways, we we went a pretty long time without seeing each other, though. Like We would go like three, months. four yeah. months without seeing each other. And then when we did see each other, it would last for like 15 minutes. Because mm-hmm. it was hard. It was like, there was. It, it was really no place for us to meet up. And you couldn't really tell your parents, you mm-hmm. know, especially from. From a cultural right. aspect, because we're both Hmong. Oh, new topic. <laughs> what is Hmong? <laughs> what is Hmong? For another time. Yeah, but that, that could be another topic. But culturally, my parents were really traditional and they would not allow me to date at all. I think they do allow you to date, but it's kind of like, I don't know, it's weird. It's like they want you to date, but if you're dating someone, they want you to like commit, like hard commit. But not just that. It was the fact that we were under 18. So yeah. we were both like 16 years old. Mm-hmm. And 
my parents had this belief that, oh, if you start dating someone and you fall in love, then you're going to drop out of high school and you're not going to go to school and then your life is going to be Right, over. it's like, it's like you know? distractions. Right, so they they were more afraid that having a boyfriend was going to be a distraction. And so it was just this absolute no, no, you cannot date. If you date anyone, then we were just going to make make it a really difficult time for you. Right. You know, we're just going to give you an ultimatum and that was it. So. And, but the things are like that the, in the, in our culture, it's like the woman or girls, you know, mm-hmm. usually have the hardest time. Right. Telling their parents that they're dating someone. Mm-hmm. Whereas guys is like, whatever, you know, mm-hmm. you tell your parents, Hey, I'm looking, I'm talking to this girl. They're like, sure. You know, talk to yeah. this other girl. You know? <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure. I have four, four more lined up for you. Yeah. You know, Which one but, do you like? Yeah. But. Yeah, so it was hard and to, just to meet up because you couldn't tell your parents, right. you know, and, and, and we didn't know how to drive. So <laughs> usually you have your parents um, take you everywhere mm-hmm. and you couldn't just leave the house for like hours at right. a time because your parents would ask where you go. Yeah, I mean, it. I'm sure some of the listeners are, you know, probably thinking that, oh, when I was 16, I was able to go hang out with my friends at the movie theater. You know, I was able to go do whatever I wanted. But you have to look at this from a cultural aspect. Mm -hmm. We weren't able to do that. We weren't allowed to do that. You know, usually like in Hmong families, like they're very strict. You know, so everything you do, they want to know, they need to know. And I think it's just like Asian parents in general. It's like you have no privacy whatsoever. Mm -hmm. Like. Your business is their business. Right. But my, the things that my, my family is kind of big, you know, and we were all kind of like, um, you had, you had older, older siblings that were already married that were currently dating, you know? Right. But that for me, I didn't have any of that. But the, the, the point I was trying to make is that I was, we were all, uh, very, um, I'm not trying to use the word naughty because I feel like that's a wrong <laughs> word to use. You were rebellious? Yeah, well, yeah. Our, our family, just the kids in general, are very rebellious and they didn't really listen to my parents. Mm-hmm. So my parents kind of just gave up, you know. They they didn't um, give us that strict lifestyle because mm-hmm. we rebelled so much, you know. Yeah. But for you, you know. For me, my parents were really strict. Like, even my brothers, even though they were, you know, boys, it wasn't easy for them. Like, they didn't even tell my parents that they were dating or right. that they had girlfriends. That's because they weren't as rebellious as right. my brothers and were. So, we grew up thinking that it was acceptable to just kind of hide our relationships from our parents. And mm-hmm. that was something that we've all done as siblings. Like, we would keep it a secret like i would know that my brother had a girlfriend or i would know that my sister had a boyfriend but we just kept it amongst ourselves we didn't tell our parents and this was like the norm in the yeah. Hmong family because mm-hmm. you know yeah like this is what i saw too like everyone's just hush hush about everything but uh, yeah so so when we so when we were talking and when we were i guess dating we never really got to hang out or really see each other it was all of our communication was strictly through MSN, through like some online chat. Yep. <laughs> and I was like, man, do I even like this girl? Like, I forgot how she looked like. <laughs> I was like, I need to be reminded if she's still good looking. Hey, can I see uh, a webcam of you? <laughs> All right. This, that really cleared things up. Yep. I, I've been reaffirmed, you know. Hey, you're still here. You must have liked something you saw on that webcam. <laughs> you liked the glow of my eyes. <laughs> I don't know what it was, man. Maybe I was just desperate. 
I don't know what it was, but yeah, but that's the point. Like, and especially the fact that we went to different schools, we didn't see each other at oh, school, yeah. so we had to like find different ways to meet up. And I guess the 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 first real time we actually like really hung out was prom. No, we we've done way more before that. So no, I mean like I mean like actually be like boyfriend girlfriend intimate. No, we went on our first date. You remember we went and watched Twilight? <laughs> yeah. But and then we went to the buffet afterwards. But it wasn't even intimate, though. You don't think that was intimate? I thought no. that was intimate. Dude, okay, folks, <laughs> let me tell you the story, okay? This is the story of our first date as yeah. a girlfriend and boyfriend, as a couple. Yeah, so we went to go watch Twilight because it was the new hot movie that was coming out. <laughs> you know, and it was, uh, it was a romp. I think it was a rom-com. It was <laughs> no. so bad. It was so bad that it was kind of like in the comedy category. Okay. Sure. But yeah, it was a romantic movie. I wouldn't say romantic either. It, wasn't it really... was romantic. Mm, I don't know, it man. It's a human that fell in love with the vampire. He liked her because she stank. <laughs> Remember that. That's like, for some reason, that's all... I just see, remember. Was when Edward's face was cringing. Yeah. Because the smell was so bad. That was me. But it was the smell that was so good. Yeah, that was me in the, uh, the auditorium. <laughs> I was like, ooh, this movie. But anyway, so we were watching uh, Twilight, right? And I was trying to be Mr. Smooth. Well, first of all, Three. my older sister dropped me yeah. off. And um, I met you at the movie theater. Yeah. I was oh, trying- and then you came with your friend, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Because none of my brothers are going to drop me off, dude. Right. None of them You came cares. with your friend who came with his girlfriend. And I think they went to go do something else. That's why we went to go watch the movie. No, they went and sat in front of the um, auditorium. So Did they? Yeah, so we sat more towards the back and they sat more towards the front. Oh, I don't remember them watching the movie with no, us. No, they were watching the movie with us. Oh, I remember okay. them. Yeah. And... Uh, yeah, so I was like in the middle of the movie, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh, okay, maybe Mister Smooth." I, like, I see, I see her hand, you know, and she she has her hand on the armrest, <clears throat> and I reach to grab her hand, right? <laughs> but it wasn't like I was trying to grab her hand. I think it was more for going for the popcorn, right? I was reaching for you the popcorn. You were pop- trying to be slick, like, right? As if you were grabbing for popcorn, but you were mm-hmm. really going for my hand. Okay. I don't think I was go, even going for your hand. It didn't look like you were going for my right, hand. Right, I was going for the popcorn. And this dude over here was so scared of me trying to grab her hand. <laughs> she moved her hand away from the armrest super fast. Like, so fast. It was embarrassing. You know, <laughs> the lady in front of us, she knocked her weave off. <laughs> boom, right off. And I was like, damn, this dude. I was like, what the heck? I wasn't even trying to grab your stinky <laughs> hand, dude. I just want some popcorn. Uh, I was like, man, like if 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 people saw what happened there, oh, it'd be so embarrassing. But yeah, so we didn't even hold hands watching um, <laughs> Twilight, and then right after that, we went to eat the buffet, which we walked to because mm-hmm. the buffet wasn't that far. And uh, I don't think my friend came with us, right? No, no. They went to go do something else. So yeah, we went they to went to buffet, and we didn't even hold hands there. I think we just sat next to each other though. Yeah, we sat in uh, one of those booths. Right, but we didn't sit across. We sat yeah. uh, uh, next, sat to, next to me. Mm-hmm. And I think it was the first time I realized how fat you were. I wasn't even fat then. So when I go to the buffet, I like to, you know, grab oh, one, oh, oh, one, oh. one plate of food. You I mean, like to you grab mean how one fat I ate? Right. Okay. 
I go to the buffet and I would grab one one plate of food. You know, I'll, I'll pile a couple things on top, but then I I'd always come back to the table and I eat that first plate first. Mm-hmm. No, this guy, we went to the buffet. He went and grabbed four different plates of food, and they were piled like they mm-hmm. were stacked. He came back, had the table all set up like he was feeding a family of twelve, and he <laughs> sat there and ate. <laughs> Dog, quit talking, man! You're making me hungry. <laughs> I can visualize exactly what I grabbed too. That's how I eat. Oh my gosh. I've never been to the buffet with someone who ate like this. That's what a buffet is meant to be. A buffet is for you to pile up your plate and you eat it. And then when you want more, you go back up and pile another plate. A buffet is not where you go and pile up 10, 20 plates. You put it on the table and you eat it all. (laughs) And then still go back and pile 10, 12 plus plates more and eat it again. That's how you eat, man. I don't understand. See, to me, it's like, why do I want to get up multiple times during my eating process (laughs) when I could just get up once? I just get up once, stack my table up, and just eat, you know, to the point where I don't need to get up anymore, to the point where I'm just stuffed. But I think this was the time where you were, like, in in prime shape, though, right? I'm still in my prime shape. (laughs) I'm super prime. Right here, dude. This super prime state right now I am. Sure, that that, uh, dad body is definitely prime state. Hell yeah, dude. (laughs) This is prime. Hey, I heard that dad bods is what's the new hot thing, okay? (laughs) All right? I'm just saying. Anyways... Yeah, I mean, back, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know why, but back then I could eat a lot. I was uh, pretty skinny back then. I think probably like the skinniest I've been, mm-hmm. and I would just like pile on food and then just not gain weight. And I think that was the first time I really became a foodie. Really? Because I I never ate food. <laughs> you never ate food. Do you look like you never ate food? All right. So when we first started dating, I weighed literally a hundred pounds. You weighed like ninety five. <laughs> That's how skinny I was. A gust of wind would knock you <laughs> off your feet, dude. That's what I'm saying. And so, like, I never really tried new food. Like, I I've never had Mexican food. I've never had you know like Indian food. I've never really gone outside of my culture and like you know the basics like hamburgers and pizzas, right? And I think um, meeting you was the first time where I started really like exploring other options and I really became a foodie. And it's like a whole new world. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so that was our first date. Yeah. Was- Actually, at the end of Eating Buffet, you remember we got uh, fortune cookies? Mm-hmm. And um, I opened up my fortune cookie and the little sheet said, happiness is sitting right next to you mm-hmm. and you happen to have been sitting right next to me mm-hmm. or maybe it was the food that was sitting mm-hmm. right next to me. no no it was me <laughs> yeah i'm just saying i was slick <laughs> I, that was a pre-packaged oh my gosh food cookie i had in my pocket <laughs> no like i said it was weird you know it was all co- coincidental uh because usually when you're dating someone you would sit across from them right you know, but for some reason that that buffet, I decided to sit next to you. Yeah. You know, maybe try to grab your hand again or something <laughs> before he snatched it away. But yeah, I decided to sit next to you. And then not only that, but uh, when I went to go grab the fortune cookies, I grabbed two and I put one in each hand mm-hmm. and then you picked one and I always give you the opposite. 
You know, and that for some reason happened to be the one that said that. Yeah, I opened it and that's what it said. Yeah. And 12 years later, we're still together. Mm-hmm. Mine says, <laughs> your lucky number is 17, 18, 19, <laughs> you know. And the other side, it said, run! <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh I forgot what mine said. It was some, like, you know, generic. Uh, I think we still have that fortune. I think you still had yours. I threw mine away. No, was, no, I think I put it in um, the book I made you. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. The good old hey, book. Yeah. Anyways, so that was our first date as a couple. I mean, it's like all like any regular first date, mm-hmm. you know, awkward, weird. It was. I, I was definitely um, awkward at the beginning of our relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it has a lot to do with the fact that I've never been in a relationship. Like, I've never had a boyfriend. And I didn't know, like. You were in uh, a late bloomer. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I'm still waiting for the bloom. <laughs> Gosh. No, but it's yeah. You were very like. I was very slow, like mm-hmm. to do things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wasn't comfortable. Like everything was still new to me, uh, and I I knew for sure I wasn't gonna be the one to make that first step. Like I wasn't the one to tell you I liked you. You did that. Even I'm though pretty... even though I contemplated about it for the longest, and I was I should just tell this guy I like him. But I was like, meh. Yeah, like. <laughs> Oh, I don't know. For example, like I, I knew you you were interested, you know. But there was still that kind of like doubt in my my mind too. That's why it was kind of hard for me to say it. Yeah. But I knew like if I say it, like eighty percent, I knew you were gonna say it back. A part of me knew you were interested too. I just didn't want to say. <laughs> um, please, okay. Let's see this part. What what did I? It was like, come on. You were always waiting for me, mm-hmm. right? Um. And then we talked every single day. Oh, we tried to. Yeah, we tried to. I mean, clearly that was a sign that you were interested. I mean, but, what if I just talked to all girls like this? You don't but, know that. But that was true, though. You were talking to like three other girls. At mm-hmm. the time. I was Mr. Popular Dog. I, I had what you were. I had uh, <clears throat> what they call it in the uh, in the streets, uh, swag. Oh my. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, I was like you know because I have my growth spurt. <laughs> you know, I grew tall and I was feeling a little bit confident. So I was out here just talking to girls, you know, and you got to keep my options open. <laughs> but, but yeah, mm-hmm. I knew I wasn't going to be the one to make any of the first moves. Like I wasn't comfortable holding hands. I knew I wasn't going to be the one to like initiate a kiss. I knew I wasn't going to be the one to initiate a hug. She was not going to so. initiate anything. <laughs> it was literally me trying to drag her, you know. So when we were together, like we were sitting like one foot apart, you know, and if it wasn't you initiating it, then I would have been one foot away from you mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's pretty much sums up like our first like two years of dating. <laughs> It really did take two years for us to like start holding hands. And yeah, stuff. I was like, this girl taking it extra slow. You know how some people said that they like to take it slow? She's <laughs> taking it extra slow. Jeez. <sighs> yeah, it was it was pretty bad. It was like I was a a big tomboy back in the day too. You looked like a boy back like, in the day. <laughs> <laughs> like I remember wearing really big baggy shirts and you know at the time I was kind of flat chested so mm-hmm. it looked like I, I didn't have any boobs. That's what I'm saying. Um, 
Hey man, <laughs> speaking the truth. And I used to wear like uh, jeans, right? Like really baggy jeans. Jinko jeans. Who wear the Jinko jeans? <laughs> Actually, they were high water jeans. Um, yeah, I just straight up looked like a boy. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I was saying. Like, so now you guys understand why I was like, man, am I really still interested in this girl? Like, I need to reconfirm this is still a I girl was, I'm talking yeah, to. I was really athletic. I was into sports. Like, I didn't wear any dresses. When it was when I had to dress formally, I always wore like black dress pants with like a, a white button up, yeah, and a tie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she dressed <laughs> like a dude. You know, I'm just like. Oh. Am I dating a dude? So when I look back at those days, I cringe because I really did look like a boy. <laughs> which, 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 this is another story about uh, prom, but let's let's save that for later. Anyways, yeah, so we started dating after two years of talking. Um, and then we both graduated from high school. And that was where it got a little tricky because then I ended up going to college out the of one, the city. Right. So it was like about an hour and a half out of where um, we lived. Mm-hmm. And um, so we had to decide to to do long distance. Back then, it was kind of like long distance, you know. Right, because we, were, we weren't seeing each other very much. So it felt like it was long distance, mm-hmm. you know. So and then so that, just like imagine this. Um, we were... In the same city, we barely saw each other. Right. And now that you're going to go to like a city over, it's, you know, just multiply the the feeling of it being a long distance even more. And But the transition was a little easier because it, it felt like as if we weren't really like that far apart. Mm-hmm. You know, I guess once we got used to it, mm-hmm. not only that, but like you know, when I graduated, my dad uh, got me a car. Oh yeah, yeah. So that made it a lot easier mm-hmm. too, and that that way, I was like, you know what, like let's just try it out, and then um, yeah, and I just drove over one day, surprised you, and uh, I prefer that way because now it's kind of like you don't have to worry about your parents always keeping tabs on you. Like we see mm-hmm. each other kind of like whenever we want, right? And to me, I just started driving. So driving an hour was like a long time, you know, because mm-hmm. for me to get to where I want to be, it was like 15 minutes. Right. So back in the day, that that was something new and different. Yeah. Back in the day, like a 30 minute just, drive. Right. You had just learned how to drive. And then making that one hour and a half drive was kind of like, oh, man, like you, you we really start to feel the distance there. Mm-hmm. Not only that, but back in the day. We didn't have GPS. Oh, yeah. You had to carry your Garmin with you. Yeah, my Garmin or even worse, I had to go print out, you know, <laughs> Google, Google maps. maps. You know, not even, it was Yahoo Maps back then. <laughs> yeah. You know, or um, what's that? Bing. No, it wasn't Bing. It was like. Uh, uh, MSN Maps. No, no. It was like Map. Like, map Quest. Yeah, Map Quest. <laughs> map Quest. You know, Yellow Pages or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like you, you legitimately had to print out. The, the way there and look at that piece of paper driving there you know mm-hmm. so it was it was scary because it was so easy to get lost yeah you know so that's why it took a while for me to come visit you because i didn't first of all i didn't know where you were staying none of that and you know so we barely saw each other i think the first year of college we barely saw each other actually we broke up remember oh yeah so right before <laughs> 
right before I went off to college, this whole distance thing was kind of overwhelming. Mm-hmm. And um, I think... What? <laughs> didn't you say like I love you and yeah. like yeah and then <laughs> and then she didn't say it back she he was like thanks his, bro he confessed his love and I just said nothing yeah she just said thanks bro <laughs> I see I think you'll be like a brother <laughs> no she didn't say that but yeah she didn't say anything I was like oh, my heart you hurt my heart was that why you broke up with me I think that was why right <laughs> that was part of the reason why and plus the long distance right yeah, it's, like I said, my mentality was like we we were in the same city and it was hard for us to see each other already. Mm-hmm. Now you about to go a city over, it's right. gonna be like, like I said, like even harder. Just and then more stress. And then I confessed my love, and she didn't love me back. Okay, to be honest, I was scared. I know when when he said I love you, I was I, I was speechless. Like I was. Just like that. <laughs> she reenacted my heart. Oh, it broke again. Oh, you saw that? I, everyone everyone I, heard that? So I really wanted to say it back, but I was just so scared. And I, and I don't know why. Even though you confessed it first, I was still so scared to confess it back. Because that's how you are. That's true. You were scared of everything. You were scared of holding scared. hands, knocking people's weaves off. <laughs> this dude didn't want to hug. So I guess when I didn't say it back, it kind of scared you, and then yeah, I was like, man, she's she's not for real, you know. She yeah, I think she just you know just wanted to date and have fun. So so we actually broke up the summer right before I I went to college. Mm-hmm. That's a whole story on its own. Yeah. So I'll, so I'll tell that story some other time. So we broke up and then we got back together. <laughs> we got back together like I think like a month, two months later. Was it? Yeah, it was, it was, I think it's been like a month. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was about a month, and then we got back together. Yeah, but <laughs> it was hard, okay? And like I said, I'll explain that story some other time. But yeah, we got back together, and then ever since then, it's been spoof sailing. <laughs> we got back together, and we've been together since. <laughs> yeah, no breakups ever since. Yeah, no, no, uh, what do you call it, breaks. Yeah. <laughs> no times off. Mm-hmm. No, okay, we break up for two days and back together. We were allegedly together for the next 10 years. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> and that's our story. <laughs> <laughs> the end. No, but one of the the, like, the biggest things uh, is that I have, I have four older brothers. So I saw each, each of the relationships. You saw how the relationships panned out. Right, each of them. And they were all different, you know. Each each of my brothers had different, um, I guess, methods of the way they date, in a sense, <laughs> sure. you know, or uh, the relationships. And I, I, I could saw and like I took, you know, what little good comes from their relationship, because <laughs> you know it was hard. My 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 parents didn't really have like a good relationship, so my brothers never really saw what a good relationship looks like. So we were all out here just trying to figure out how to have a good relationship. So I, I saw the failures of my older brothers and, you know, when I was talking to Babus <laughs> or in other terms, you know, Chi, when I was talking to Babus and it's, I guess, um, I, I remembered all these lessons and, you know, right in the beginning of our relationship, I let you know, like, hey, these are the things that I, I'm about, you know, 
And if you're not about these things, then this isn't going to work. So I was like, you know, one of the big things was I don't like breaking up. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't like that either. Yeah. And I, I wanted to like, I clearly like wanted you to get this like hammered in saying like, if we're going to break up, it's like, it has to be something like for real, mm-hmm. you know, and it's not something you just take back so easily. Right. You know, Cause I saw that with my brother's relationship where they just broke up, got back together, broke up, got back together. And it's mm-hmm. like, at that point, breaking up doesn't mean anything. Right. Breaking up at that point just means let's take a break. Right. You know? And I was like, that's so toxic. You know, it's like when you get into an argument, you just decide to break up. Mm-hmm. You know, like I don't want that in the back of my mind. Like, oh, we get to one little argument. Let's break up. You know, and then three days later, oh, I'm sorry. I'm just kidding. Like, you know, I'm sorry. I'm just kidding. But I was with this other guy during our break. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and I'm just like, what? yeah. So, I, yeah, I really want to hammer in like no, no breaking up. Like if you break up, it means you're breaking up. Yeah. You know, and it's going to be hard to get them back. Uh, two, no yelling. I didn't want, I didn't want us yelling at each other. <laughs> I do a lot of yelling. <laughs> well, see the, the difference between like now and I guess the difference between yelling and just getting loud because we, we, we tend to get loud, mm-hmm. you know, cause we get, we get, you know, hype, we get loud, <laughs> but I wouldn't necessarily say it's yelling cause yelling, it's like at you. It's passion. You're right. We get passionate and it just kind of turns into like a very passionate aggressive voice <laughs> but we, we we hardly argue though yeah we, we don't argue yeah like we, we barely argue and like when you argue it's not like yelling at each other at mm-hmm. the top of our lungs like i have never yelled at you you know yeah no you've never yelled at me before yeah see so and like i think if you ever did i'd probably like cry yeah <laughs> <laughs> so i'm saving it you know you know it's kind of like those are things where like it's a nuke you know it's like hey I, I, I can always yeah, launch that new. In all the 12 years that we've been dating, you've never yelled at me. Yeah. Or, or you've never, like, raised your voice at me. Ever. Like, I, I've gotten loud because I'm a loud person, you know? But I've never, like, anger, like, get loud at you with right. anger, you know? Yeah, so I don't like arguments, you know? I was like, hey, if we, if we have a problem, we have to talk it out, you know? If you need time, then take your time, but eventually we have to come back and talk it out. So that we get over it, you know, mm-hmm. don't let these small things uh, build up yeah. or like just build up, you know, right. and to the point where whenever we see each other, all we see are those small little things. And then, you know, boom, this is like fire all over again. Mm-hmm. And that's what I saw with my older brothers. Like, that's all I saw was that like they they never completely put out the fire. They just, you know, everywhere is just embers. They leave embers everywhere. And one little thing that they do boom ignites the whole forest again you know and to me it was like no like why let's take care of this like if we're gonna put out a fire let's put it out completely you know don't bring out past events once it's over it's over and then you know what number am i on four i don't i I didn't realize you were counting yeah i didn't realize i was counting either i lost track but just take these as lessons all right (laughs) number four was um don't get used to arguing. Yeah. You know, because when you argue all the time, that becomes your norm. Mm-hmm. And I don't want that. You know, like I, I, I want us that if we argue, it should feel weird. It should feel like it's not normal right. for us to argue. And if you set that as the norm, 
just to be able to talk, just to hang out. Laughter is the norm. Mm -hmm. Happiness is the norm. Then you will have a better relationship because when you do, when the, the hard times do come and the arguments do come, it feels different. It doesn't feel right, right. You know? So then you start to feel, Oh man, like I'm uncomfortable with this. I don't want to feel this way. I want to go back to how we were. Right. And the thing is like, you know, I had an older brother who, uh, I remember this saying, it was from his girlfriend and she said, uh, I don't know how to talk to you unless we're fighting. I was like, what crazy way to say? Like, how do you say something like that That's in a relationship? That's interesting. I've had friends who, friends and like relatives, like cousins who have, you know, said that if you don't break up with your, you know, significant other a couple times, then it's not true love. Or if you don't fight with your significant other multiple times, then it's not, you know, then you're not serious. Yeah. And I was like, What? I know, like, right? I've never heard that before. If he doesn't beat your ass, he don't love you. <laughs> right. <laughs> Why can't it be that, you know, like, has it gotten to the point? It's kind of like our relationship when I tell people that we don't really argue, mm -hmm. you know? Or, you know, like, and every time I tell them that, they're always like, what? Like, what do you mean you don't argue? I'm like, we, we don't argue. Like, is, is that weird? And they find that odd. Right. It's as if arguing in a relationship is but you need to have right. that in a relationship like it's normal mm -hmm. it's like we have disagreements mm -hmm. you know we have disagreements but we don't have arguments i think i think that like i if you're talking about like argument arguments i think i could count in one hand like the amount like of arguments. serious arguments yeah. where we've gone like okay maybe two three days without, without talking. talking because yeah. it was like a serious argument right yeah. i think it's like probably like once or twice and i don't really really remember what right. it was about you know <laughs> but i just remember like once or twice in our relationship in our 12 years of knowing right. each other or dating mm -hmm. that we didn't really talk to each other right. you and know people find that bizarre like i tell i tell my siblings that sometimes and they're like no like you're lying you know, like you're lying. You just don't want to tell us that you fight and argue all the time. But it's true. Yeah, we don't. And because that's like one of the things I keep in the back of my mind, you know, like I don't want my relationships to be like my brothers. Mm -hmm. Like I should strive to have a better relationship right. than my brothers. You know. So what's that for? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, OK. And then, and then I think one of the big, big topics I remember um telling you was when we first started dating i remember telling you that you would never be over like i would never choose you oh yeah over like, my friends right that we can't be each other's ultimatums right that was just the deal breaker like mm -hmm. if you ask me to choose you or you know anything else anyone else then you know that that's the ultimate okay mm-hmm Cause I remember saying like I, I would never choose you over my friends, but I would never choose my friends over right. you, you know. And I was like, I will always try to make time for you. Mm -hmm. Don't like, don't don't worry. And I I have like stuck true to that. Yeah, because I remember you saying that. Mm -hmm. Another thing that always bothered me too is that my brothers and them, especially when they got married, um, they 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 hung out with their friends all the time, you mm -hmm. know. And then the the biggest co conflict that happens at home is that. They're never around. Right. They never hang out with their wives. You know, they they dated. They were like, it's kind of like they dated and they they talked to their girlfriends all the time, 
And then the moment they became wives, boom, they disappeared. Mm-hmm. You know, <clears throat> it's like it's, it's as if they lost interest. Mm-hmm. And to me, it's like, yeah, because you stopped hanging out with your. It's kind of that mentality other. of okay, I have you know, you now. I, I got her now. Yeah, like, I don't. Need I don't. To. I, re- I don't mm-hmm. really need to work at it anymore. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, dude. The reason why you have all these problems because you don't spend time with your significant other, yeah. which is why, like, I, you know, I tell my, I tell my girlfriend now, it's like, look. <clears throat> We will, um, like, I will make time for you, you know. I will make time for you just like I'll make time for my friends. And if my friends' things come up, like, if let's say, for example, you and I made plans already. And then my friends comes up and say, hey, like, you want to hang out the same night? Right. I'd be like, no. Mm-hmm. I'm hanging out with my girlfriend. I already, I already told her I was going to do it, you know. And they, you know, they could come and call me names and whatnot. But to me, it's like, whatever, you know. Like, mm-hmm. it's not like we can you're not gonna see each other again <laughs> right you know it's like but i know that if i spend this time with my girlfriend it would avoid future problems you right know? so next time you go hang out with my friends it won't be such a big deal mm-hmm. and i and i can honestly say that i don't make a big deal out of it like when you go hang out with your friends yeah good <laughs> because that would have been a problem but i mean there are i've seen in relationships where some of um you know, one of the partner is very, what's the word? I don't like know. Like, they word. want the attention. Oh. So, it's like, even though, even though you've spent all this time with me, you still have to spend time with me, and you can't spend time with your friends. Like, I, I see that all the time. That's, a, that's why, that's why I, I. Very possessive. Right. And like. But that's why I let you know early on in the beginning of a relationship saying, look. But I mean, I don't want your attention all the time. Oh, yeah. Same. <laughs> it seems like I all I have. Time. Oh, please. Please. Dude, during this COVID, <laughs> during this COVID, I barely have me time. Okay. <laughs> during this COVID, when you went to go stay with your friends for like two days. Oh, my gosh. Those were the best two days of my oh, life. Oh, please. Those are the best two days of my life, too. <laughs> this dude had like, I was annoying. Anyways. <laughs> digress yeah but yeah that's why i said early on in the the relationship i said you know i would never choose you over my friends but i would never choose my friends over you meaning that you need to respect that my friends are here for me Mm -hmm. you know because i i don't know if this relationship is gonna work you know i mean (laughs) i'm just being truthful no 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 no, of course you know like i don't want to commit a hundred percent to this relationship so you weren't committing a hundred percent. No. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, you no, know, I get it. I don't want to put all this time and, and invest in, into it, and just for but, it to not right. work, and then know? lose all my friends, right. While I'm doing this, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's why I said, look, like, it's 50-50. which is one thing that we see all the time mm-hmm. that happens, and you have to be okay with that. You know, yeah. if you're not okay with that, then this ain't gonna work. Mm-hmm. Because I need my friends because if this doesn't work, they're the, the ones that are here for me, mm-hmm. you know? So that was, a, that was a very big topic. That's why I was like, you know, I got to hit this home. You got to be okay with me hanging out with my friends, but I would never choose my friends over you. You know, if you want to do something and I have nothing planned already with mm-hmm. my friends, boom, let's do it. Yeah. And then with like these uh, rules, it's kind of really like solidify our relationship and kind of build the foundation that you know what makes our relationship work so well yeah it's like if you really think about it, it's not that hard it's not you know like like these are just like five rules that i like 
can remember, <laughs> you know, that I just bring up and I just stuck to him. And look at us now, you know, we, we're in pretty good shape, uh, relationship wise, physically, <laughs> physically now. But yeah, I think the hardest part was just being like, just being able to emotionally control yourself. To, just being able to communicate. Right, and commit to these things, you know? Because sometimes, you know, you don't want to talk, but just talk it out. Like, once you once you eliminate the emotional aspect of it and just talk it out, you feel a lot better. Oh, yeah. I, I think one of my biggest problems um, at the beginning of this relationship was kind of, like, owning up to my mistakes. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I still struggle with that, I feel. Mm-hmm. But you have to admit that i've gotten a lot better like Mm -hmm. when we get into disagreements and i know i'm wrong like okay you never say she's wrong (laughs) to this day it's still hard for her to admit that she's wrong (laughs) yeah but i admit that and i tell you that i know that Mm -hmm. but then when i come and i tell you here's her favorite line (laughs) i'm sorry you feel that way (laughs) no it's not i know i'm just kidding it used to be Mm-hmm. Okay, back in the day, it used to be, but I've grown as a person, yeah. and I've really, and you know, and I'm, I'm really starting to like own up to my mistakes. And when I see it, I'm like, okay, you know what? Yeah, I, I made a mistake here. It'll, it'll take me six hours to come and apologize to you, but you know, I'm owning it. You know, I think I, I think that's like it, that has to deal with you as a person, right? You know, it's hard to do that because to me, I because I'm not used to that. Mm-hmm. And to me, it's like, you know, it was the opposite because everything that happens to me in my life has always been my fault, even when it's not, you know, like my parents and my older brothers and them like always reminded me that, you know, everything that messed up was like my fault somehow. Mm-hmm. So I, 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 I began this like um, way of thinking where I always look inside out. I look at what's the problem and I always blame myself first, you know, and then I judge myself and say, hey, am I really the problem here? And once I confirm that it's not me, then I can really, like, you know, start to break down exactly what's going on. So this is from like, you know, a personal standpoint. This is not like a relationship thing because you can't make your partner feel this way. Right. You could tell them to do this, you know, right. but it's up to them to really decide that. And then I think until recently, you know, is when you decided to start doing that. Because I, I tried to hit on to you like, you know, because every time we get into the uh, disagreements, it's always you attacking me, mm-hmm. you know, and what I've done. Mm-hmm. But it's for for me, it's like it's the opposite. Like whenever we get into a disagreement, the first thing I think of was, was I wrong? Mm-hmm. You know, did I say something wrong? Did I do something wrong? But for you, the way you thought was different. It's always you did wrong. You know, you did this wrong. You did this wrong. And it's like, I try to tell you that I was like, you know, get get this mentality into your head. Say, so, hey, you need to start doing the opposite. You know, look from within you. Make sure that you didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> you know, because if you start looking at yourself, you're going to realize that you, you were allowed the, the reason why we have disagreements. But, I mean, yeah. <laughs> but that has a lot to do with communication again. Like your mm-hmm. significant other has to be able to say, hey, like you really need to, you know, take a different approach at this mm-hmm. and really, you know, look at it from a different angle. And that's what I've been doing. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and I really you, have. Yeah. And I agree. And I'm very proud of you for doing that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, but the thing is that like these things kind of compound to each other mm-hmm. because if the reason why you want to do that is because you have a good relationship, you know, and you want this to continue, right. and you don't want to be the one that hinders the relationship, so right. you you listen and you want mm-hmm. to to get better, and vice versa. Like when you do things, I tell you, mm-hmm. and I listen. You know, sometimes, sometimes, <laughs> you know. Okay, look, let's be real here. All right, I say a lot of jokes. I like to joke around a lot. Okay. I joke around a lot, and it gets me into trouble, a lot. Okay, most of okay, most of our disagreement is her yelling at me for something I said, right? And to me, it's like, yeah, I agree. <laughs> what I said was pretty messed up. I, you know, you are right to be mad at me, and I totally agree. You know, I'll try to tone it down, but I can't make any promises because I, I. It, well, and and the same goes for me. Like you tell me what I'm doing wrong, and I can tell you I'll try my best. Mm-hmm. To to go at it a better way, and you know, but I can't. Yeah, I can't promise you that you know nine out of ten it's gonna be you know right. So the thing is, like, it's not. But the, it's getting better. Mm-hmm, it is. Like you can see progress in in, in mm-hmm. our actions and, and my jokes too <laughs> are not so offensive like they used to be. <laughs> Sometimes they are though. So just letting you guys know, I'm sorry. I don't mean it. If I say something very <laughs> offensive, it's mostly just jokes. Anyway, <clears throat> but yeah, but my point is, is that you want to have a relationship that is good, right? For you know both partners to want to keep keep uh, improving, right? So I have friends, right, who will come to me. This is back when I was single. For some reason, single people give the best advice. You know why? <laughs> you know why single people give I, the best advice? I, I disagree. I have a lot of single uh, friends, <laughs> acquaintances who gives terrible advice. Oh, okay. Well, maybe it was just me. Maybe I was just a very good advice giver. I was known for that though. You know, I was too back in, in, in uh, early high school, freshman of high mm-hmm. school. Like everybody saw me as the wise, you know, kid who everyone goes to for relationship advice because it's like very simple. It, it, it really is. When you break it down, you know, relationships yeah. is really simple. It's the you just emotional. Have to take, yeah, you just have to take the emotional aspect out of it, and mm-hmm. it'll be so simple. Right, it's so simple, you know. And that's why. <laughs> that's why I was like, I don't know why people thought that I was so good at giving advice when I was just literally telling them the logical thing to do, <laughs> you know. Right. But it's the fact that like they're they're emotionally attached to the situation yeah. that they can't see the logic mm-hmm. behind it. And the point I'm making this is that I remember a friend of mine uh, asked me for advice on her relationship. And I was like, okay, easy, you know, because she's like, I'm having all these problems and things like that, you know. And I was like, okay, let's let's judge your relationship, you know. Tell me, evaluate right. your relationship, yeah. I was like, tell me some some good things about your relationship, you know. And she she sat there for like good like five minutes. You know? <laughs> she couldn't think up of it. Yeah, she she could probably say like one or two things, you know. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, tell me all the bad things about your relationship. Oh and then she just started going off, you know. She was going off like one of those um, auction judges. You know, so fast, I couldn't keep up. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, damn. And I was like, see, that's the problem right there. The reason why your relationship is so bad is because this is, this is what your relationship is built on. You know, it's just arguments and arguments and disputes and stuff like that. And I wonder why it didn't work because yeah. he has never really got anything done. So that's what I'm saying. Like it compounds. So when you have a bad relationship, you don't want to change, mm-hmm. you know, because the relationship isn't worth saving. But when you have a good relationship, you know, 
a relationship full of just laughter, you know, things like that. Right, and where you have a lot of happy moments. Right, and then you rarely, Positivity. you rarely remember any of the negative right. things that in the relationship. Then you want to keep it. You right, you want to keep it. it, so you want to fight for it. So then you, you know, if your partner goes, "Hey, look, like you know, you're making me feel this way," you know, yada yada, the other person be like, "Man, like I don't want this relationship to right. end, so I'm gonna give this a shot." Right, and I absolutely agree. See, so boom. The five commandments of a relationship. Oh <laughs> yeah, so I remember, like, you know, this is pre- these these five are kind of like mini rules or six. I forgot the. the That's interesting uh, because um, my parents are, they're not very like PDA. Mm-hmm. So, like, growing up, I never really like saw them, sh- uh, you know, saw them share any type of affection towards each other. But. On car rides and when we were just sitting in the living room and watch TV, I noticed that they would always communicate with each other. They would uh-huh. always talk about things, you know, whether it be about their day or just a problem that they had. They were always very open and communicative, you know. Uh-huh. And I think that's that's what I see a positive relationship to have. Did my parents have, you know, the greatest relationship? No. Every relationship isn't, you know. Perfect. Right. Um but that was one thing that I did see was that they were able to openly communicate with each other. And kind of like the, uh, the thing with my parents, like my parents, my dad was never really around, you know, mm-hmm. whole like monk thing. He was the clan leader. So he had responsibilities to the clan. So he was always out and about going so to parties. Other obligations. Right. right. And whenever he was home talking to my mom is they were just always arguing. Which is why I can see why my brothers and them are always arguing mm-hmm. their relationship because they, they mirrored what my parents were doing. Yeah. You know? So, I just, yeah, my parents never, pretty much like I can barely pick up any positive lessons from my parents or my <laughs> older brothers. You know? I just took all, like, it's like I've seen the worst in all of them and I just got to do what they didn't do. Right. You know? And that's what makes a good relationship. But the thing is that you had to be uh, wise enough to understand that mm-hmm. and I think people will probably look at me and be like oh the reason why your relationship works so well is because you were lucky enough to have these brothers to kind of like show you what not to do mm-hmm. but I say it's the opposite it's the fact that I have all these older brothers and stuff like that but I did not have good relationships with them you know and because I didn't have good relationship with them I could judge their relationship fairly not from a biased point of view like, for yeah. example, if I if I was really close to my older brothers, I'd be like, okay, what they're doing, I want to follow them because mm-hmm. I, I look up to them, you know? Oh, yeah. I wouldn't be here if you did. Right, exactly. <laughs> See? But that's the point. It's because I, I didn't look up to them as my role models because it was, like I said, we have bad relationship, you know? I won't say it was like the worst relationship. We still talk to each other, but mm-hmm. it's not like we're not close as a right. family. Right. You know? Well, I'm talking about back then. Mm-hmm. I think now it's a lot better. Mm-hmm. But back then, growing up, like, everyone was just doing their own thing. And, like, if you get in their way, they just, like, you know, knock you senseless. So I didn't really have good relationships with my older brothers. And because of that, I was able to judge the relationship, you know, from a non-biased point of view. And just, like, why isn't their relationship working? Why is his, like, you know, why is his relationship not working? Why is his relationship not working? Why they argue all the time? And I was able to, like, deduct, like, oh, okay, you know, this is why, this is why, this is why. And a, um, I remember a quote growing up. It was um, 
some somewhere along on the line of like smart people smart people will learn from their own mistakes yeah but a wise person learns from them from the mistakes of others so that's kind of what i took upon myself like okay let's look at the mistakes of all like i have this perfect you know uh test pool in a sense where i could just look at their mistakes and be like okay this is why you know so then I took the best out of that and applied to our relationship and it's working good, working great. And that's what built the foundation of our relationship. It started from the very first day, I guess, you know. Where we, where we both pretty much laid out to each other that, hey, this is what we want in a relationship mm-hmm. and you have to respect that. And if you don't respect it, then I'm not going to be in this relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that's all I always said, like always have a good foundation. You know, you can weather the storm when you have a good foundation. But if your foundation is like breaking apart, you know, you may have like the beautiful, the most beautiful building in the world. If the foundations are mm-hmm. like concrete, it's going to fall and shatter, you know, at the, the slightest gust of wind. And I think that that's what's happening to a lot of relationships that I see is that, you know, like, for example, on Facebook and stuff that they just post all the good stuff. You but know, behind closed doors, behind, closed door, behind those man. photos, is something completely different, mm-hmm. and and that's true. Like I've I've been shocked before, where I've seen the face of relationships, and and you know it looks good, it looks positive, they look like you know they're happy, and then like two three days later, I find out that oh they've broken up or oh something's happened, and I'm like what? Mm-hmm. Or oh like she was seeing like two other dudes on the side, yeah, or the dudes you're like. like I thought they were doing great. Yeah, or like that dude's being her ass. And I was like, what is going on at the house? You know? Like they were sharing all these great, you know, photos of them together, laughing, smiling. Right. And it's like a complete, like, 180. Mm-hmm. And have these, these, like, inspirational quotes, like, love of my life, partner, to the day we die. And the next day, she's, like, posting on pictures of her, like, black eye. And I'm like, whoa. Okay. He, he really meant to the day you die, huh? He was trying oh to kill gosh. you. I'm just kidding. But, but anyways, yeah, that's the point yeah. I'm trying to say is like, but us is like the opposite. We post like the most plain photos. We don't, okay, we don't take good like couple photos at all. Yeah. This is like horrible. But the thing <laughs> it is, like, it really is. It's terrible. Like, we really need a, I don't even know what you call them, like one of the photographers that tells you what to do. Yeah. Because if we don't have someone who tells us what to do, we would just look like idiots. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So, you know, so if, if, even if we post our relationship online, like it, it looks very plain or like kind of But like that's weird. who we are. Right. And, but the thing is, in real life, that's what it is. You know, it's, <laughs> it's real. Yeah. You know, it's not fancy. You know, <laughs> we're terrible at selfies. Yeah. Half the time someone's face is, face is cut off. Mm-hmm. Another time it's like, okay, where's your, where's your boyfriend the light, or Yeah, the, like we're like facing the sun. So the light's like blinding us. Yeah. So. Oh my goodness. Yeah. We have some of the, like the most terrible couple photos ever. But I think we just need practice. I think we get better if we have practice though. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so. Yeah, so, you know, just make sure that your foundation is strong. That's the first thing you want to really mm-hmm. work at is, you know, work on your foundation so that when you when a storm does hit, you guys can weather the storm together. Yeah. And I always seem like that. It's not like, you know, it's not me against you. Mm-hmm. It's us against the problem. You know, I'm starting to sound like Dr. Phil. <laughs> 
or um, this relationship. Okay, Mr. Self proclaimed wise guy. Hell yeah. <laughs> hey, man, somebody, somebody needs to have confidence in me, okay? <laughs> Best person to have confidence in you is yourself. Yeah, yeah, that's where you gotta start. You know, <laughs> if you don't even believe in yourself, it doesn't matter how many people tells you. You know, if you don't believe yourself, so it has to start from inside. I just mm-hmm. haven't found other people who believe the same thing I believe. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so how did you? How do you feel your experience with long distance relationship was like? I don't like it. You don't like it. I don't like long distance relationship. I don't. I think that if you would have went to like California or something like that, I don't think this would have worked. Really? Mm-hmm. Because, like, to be honest, like we barely saw each other, anyways. So, what difference would it be if I was all the way in, let's say, California? We were never gonna see each other. That's the thing. <laughs> you know, like, like yeah, because we we were college students. We barely had any money. How are we going to afford like plane tickets to see each other? Mm-hmm. I think we would have been, you know, probably would have only seen each other like once a year. Right. And, and like, you know, during our break when we broke up, I remember having a discussion with my uh, second oldest brother. Right. And I was telling him like, yeah, like, you know, I was just telling him I didn't tell him the I love you part, but I was telling him the part that like you moved out. And it's going to be a long distance relationship. Hey, but you have to give me give me this, though. I did tell you. I wasn't going to be staying in the city. Oh, yeah, I know. When when we first started dating, I told you right off the bat, hey, if we're going to keep this, like, long-term kind of thing, do know that I'm not staying in the city. Like, I'm going to be going to college out of the city, out of state. So you you knew that before. I knew it, but the thing is that the I love you part was kind of like, I need to know how serious you are with this relationship. Right, right. Because I was still having my doubts, so I was mm-hmm. willing to try. Right. And when you didn't say it, it kind of That just, was kind of like... Right. It doubled the doubt, you right, know? And I right. was like, oh, she's not serious. If she's not serious about a long-distance relationship, how's this going to work? Right. Yeah. I get that. So I was talking to my second oldest brother about it, and he pretty much just told me to quit being a bitch, you know? He's <laughs> <laughs> just like, hey, she's only like an hour, you know? She's only like an hour, 30 minutes away. Why are you being a bitch about it? You know? And I was just like, Damn. He's right. I am being a kind of a bitch. <laughs> you know, and he really made me like, you know, he's just like, dude, like, just drive and see her. Like, why are you being such a, you know, bitch about it? Yeah, and I was just like, damn. He's right, you know. So that's that's like one of the big deciding factors that helped me get back to it. So I always thought of my second oldest brother. I like, I just remembered that advice that he gave me. Mm-hmm. That's why we're here today. Oh, so please. you better thank him. Oh, no. Yeah, you better thank him. I, I put some effort into it, too. So. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> but I'm just saying, though, that was a, a kind of deciding factor. Um, I don't know why I was coming. Oh, yeah, long distance. But see, the thing is that it worked out. You know, I gave it a shot. I just drove. And I was like, oh, yeah, an hour's not so bad. Mm-hmm. But then, like, if you were in Cali, like I said, we would probably see each other once a year. This was when we were back in Wisconsin. Right. Right. So I was like, if you went to Cali, I'd be like, "Mm, I don't know about this, you know. Because when you're not there physically, you know, you have needs and wants. And when you guys are so far apart and you you guys haven't built that good foundation yet, it's easy for one person to just be like, oh, like meet someone new mm-hmm. that they're interested in. And right. next thing you know, you're losing interest in this person that you were right. talking to before. That's what I was seeing, you know. I was like, man, like if we were in long distance, I don't want to put all my effort into this. And then for her just to find someone that's 
you know. That will be there. Right. That will be there for you. And then you start to get interested in him. Mm-hmm. And then now it's like, oh, you're not here for me. Right. You know, but this guy is. Mm-hmm. So that's why I say, man, you can't have, you know, guy friends. Oh, boy. <laughs> okay. That's for a whole other time. Yeah. Yeah. That's a whole other topic. Um, I'm not against guy friends. I'm just joking. <laughs> but they, they do have like problems, you know, with that, that, that concept, though. Anyways. Yeah. Anywho. I don't know. I don't. I don't think um, long-term relationship is very. I don't see it as a bad thing. I don't see it as a negativity. I don't see it as really a deal breaker. To be quite honest. I mean, I agree. I don't. I don't think it's a deal breaker too. I'm just saying, like, there's a lot of trust and like mm-hmm. effort that needs to be put in. And to me, it's like, man. Do I really want to be like taking those chances? It's interesting because sometimes I look back at it and I'm like, man, our long distance relationship was actually kind of nice because we would see each other and then we would have that space. Mm -hmm. Sometimes having that space is also kind of nice for you, too, because we were both young. like We were still college students and, and that time allowed us to kind of. Um, explore other areas and really get to know ourselves and you know really kind not of, not become really reliant. kind of right really kind of develop our own character without being too dependent mm. on each other not only that and but i think that's also like what made us really strong as a couple it also creates that yearn right sure yeah Mm-hmm. Where yeah. I'm like, okay, I can't wait to see him. Right. right. You know, like, man, like, I just saw her. Now I have to wait like another like two weeks before I can see her again, yeah. you know, or like another month before I can see her again. So it's kind of like, you know, it, it creates this want where mm-hmm. like we didn't go think, we didn't go through things too fast, right. you know, and get over it. Right. Because it felt like, it just felt like everything was very like, there wasn't any really highs or really any lows. Right. It's kind of like a nice it was coast. Just like, yeah. It was just like a cruise right through. Yeah. It's like a gradual coasting that like, just keep going like positive, you mm-hmm. know, like a, um, a slope, you know, an upward slope. Yeah. It's kind of what I, I, was, mm-hmm. I, I would see it as because, yeah. you know, it, it was very slow. You know, it wasn't like this, like a, uh, like a, um, what do you call those? Exponential growth. Sure. Yeah, it wasn't like an exponential Spike. growth. Right. <laughs> it was just like a slow slope that, that when it actually paid off, when we reached the end right. or like, you know, when a relationship became very intimate, mm-hmm. it was like, okay, our foundation has been nicely set and right. laid out. So like we built, we built our foundation early mm-hmm. on and then like we just kept building our relationship right. from there. And I think in a lot of relationships, there's always that, okay, that butterfly stage and that like honeymoon stage where you do everything together all at once. And then all of a sudden, yeah, it's like, okay, now what do we do? Now there's nothing for us to talk about anymore Mm -hmm. or anything for us to do anymore because we've done it all already, you know? And then that's where like I see relationships tend to start to like. Well, I think the biggest thing is that like when you spend so much time together, you start to see the flaws. You know, you mm-hmm. you spend so much time together, you guys start to see the flaws in your relationship, and then those are the things that you consistently think of. But wouldn't you say that it's scarier um, in our situation because we didn't see each other as much, so we didn't really see each other's flaws. Or we, the things that we didn't care about the flaws as much. It's like I haven't seen this person like in a month. Like I don't mm-hmm. care. You know, yeah. I just want to be. I just want us to hang out. I just want to mm-hmm. see each other. 
So because we didn't see each other so often, we always look forward to seeing each other. We look forward to having each other's company. Blind to each other's flaws. I wouldn't necessarily say blind, but you're willing to overlook it. You know, you're willing to overlook those flaws because you're so much more like into the positive than you are in the negative. And the thing is that the more you spend time together, right, the positive thing starts to go away and the negative starts to pop up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you, you spend so much time together every single day that all you see now is no longer the positive thing. All you see now is the negative because we tend to look at the negative stuff. But what I'm saying is wouldn't that be dangerous because later down the road if we decide to like get married and then we get married and all of a sudden we see all these flaws that we don't like that we didn't see 10 years of dating you know what i'm saying right but the thing is like you know you gotta you got to address these flaws you know it's kind of like don't overlook them mm-hmm. eventually we, we 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 run into our problems you oh, know yeah. we ran into our disputes and we were able to work it out because we don't see each other's um, flaws all the time. We, we tend to look at our positives and, and try to work at the flaws. Oh, sure. I see what you're you saying. You know what I'm saying? Okay, yeah. So I'm not saying to just ignore the flaws because you're, you're, yeah. you're so overjoyed that you guys are seeing each other. It's more like, look, you guys see each other, uh, get used to it, get used to the foundation of like wanting to be with each other mm-hmm. and now work on the flaws mm-hmm. and that's kind of what we did you know that's what i said like i, I never really looked over your flaws mm-hmm. i keep track of your flaws yeah. and be like, okay like this doesn't bother me now but in the future when it does bother me we need to bring this right. up it's it's interesting because i'm like i've never looked at our long distance relationship as a negative i've always seen it as a positive i at saw le- at least for me I think the concept of long distance relationship to me will always be not negative, but like a, a another hurdle that you have mm-hmm. to overcome. Sure. But in our like relationship, I would also agree that the long distance was net positive mm-hmm. because like I said, it really did create this yearn for each other, this want to be for each other, you know? And that when they, when we actually do get to be together, it pays off. Right. And we we were dating long distance for almost seven years. Excuse mm-hmm. me. Yeah. Seven years long distance relation. Yeah. So, you know, it's, but I think that back towards like the end of the seven years, we saw each other more regularly. Right. Though. You know, it's like. I'm not afraid to just drive that one hour distance now. It's it's whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm willing to make that trip. And if I do come, like, I'll stay for like a couple of days right, right. and then go back home, you know. But we talked every single day. Oh, yeah, we did. Yeah. We did. That was one thing that was consistent in our relationship was that every single night we talked. Mm-hmm. Well, at least have to talk. Right. It's very rare that we don't even talk to each right. other that night. Like, mm-hmm. even if... You know, I'm doing something with my friends. I'll be like, right, let me just call my girlfriend real quick. Right. Just tell her good night. Right. And tell her that I'm busy with my friends. And right. I'll talk to you tomorrow, you mm-hmm. know. But I always try to make the call mm-hmm. or we always try to. We always try to make sure we. At least talk. Right. Mm-hmm. Or at least let each other know that we're, mm-hmm. you know, still here. Right. Yeah. So communications. And you know what? That's so funny because now that I'm thinking about it, living with my friends, you know, roommates and and. Um, seeing other relationships, they they don't talk on the phone every day. 
But you know why? Because they see each other. I guess you're right. You know, and there's no reason to talk on the phone if they see each but other even already. When, even when I've gone on trips with my friends, mm-hmm. you know, we would, you know, we would just do like weekend getaways or whatever. Every single night, I always call you to say mm-hmm. goodnight. But they don't do that. Yeah, because they don't have a relationship, dog. <laughs> Our relationship is the diamond in the rough, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I gotta say that I was pretty lucky and, though. And then we break up next week. Yeah, <laughs> we're secretly arguing in the background right now. Yeah, like to be honest though, like when people ask about relationship or like my relationship, another key factor that you gotta take into consideration is that you gotta gotta be kind of lucky. You know, like I think our relationship was kind of lucky that that we found each other because we both have a lot of like similarities. Mm-hmm. Not only that, but it's kind of like. Like, I grew up with all these problems, and I was able to kind of overcome them myself. Mm-hmm. And here you are, like, kind of like a like a blank canvas who mm-hmm. don't really know what to do, right. you know, and to put your trust in me to kind of lead the way, you know? That's true. So, But it wasn't just that. It was also, like, we had similar, like, morals and outlooks mm-hmm. in life that really aligned. So then we were also supportive uh supporting each other in that as well mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying yeah so you know be lucky <laughs> <laughs> yeah let's say like you know i was really lucky to find you know you as other girls who like have very big personalities mm-hmm. who would challenge what i have to say i mean i challenge what you say and do all the time but i i i pick the right ones to challenge right you know and but the things that like you don't challenge it just to be petty <laughs> or like you don't challenge it to be like you know needy and be like i want you you know because like i want you all to myself you know it's because like all logical the other challenge. girls want you too yeah, yeah. you know like it's very logical the way you come at me and then if you come at me logically then i'll be like okay you know you have a point mm-hmm. you know like I, I i don't want to fight with emotions mm-hmm. i want to fight with logic right so that's another aspect of, you know, you gotta be lucky. You know, not every girl is like gonna be like this. You know, not every relationship is gonna uh, work out, even if you follow these rules. Right. You know, it's because right. you gotta find the right partner. <clears throat> yeah, man. Um, I remember giving this example to one of my friends. I was like, you know, my my fourth my fourth older brother. Oh my gosh, you have. Eight siblings, right? Oh, yeah. Nine? Eight siblings, nine including me. I think you have seven brothers and two sisters. Six brothers. Six brothers and two sisters. Yeah, seven brothers total. So I have four older brothers, Mm. two younger brothers, two younger sisters. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah, so my fourth older brother. (laughs) The one right above you. Yeah, the one right above me. Sorry to clarify this. (laughs) Yeah. uh, I remember talking to his girlfriend's sister and i remember telling her that they're they're a fit you know there are two puzzles that fit but the those two puzzles are for are for two different pictures mm-hmm. the pictures don't match right you know the, the puzzles fit because you know I mean, when i look at the relationship they do kind of like belong to one another mm-hmm. but their pictures don't match so like they're always at conflict you know and she was like, oh, that's true. And, I, and that, that's kind of like how I see our relationships. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I want to make sure that 
our puzzle pieces fit and our mm-hmm. picture are the same. Yeah. You know, we need to have the same goals, same mindset, you know. That's the only way to really um, adjust or, like, go through difficult times. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm not saying, like, you know, you're a puzzle piece and that's all you're ever going to be. No, your puzzle piece is always changing, you know. But if the picture's the same, it doesn't matter what puzzle pieces you are, you mm-hmm. know. You will always adjust to each other's puzzle pieces, you know, you got to move with the time. The picture may change too, but you guys got to adjust to the same picture, you know. You guys have the same mindset. So, you know, that's what I'm saying. Like, and you have, you have to find the partner that's willing to do that. And, you know, I'm not saying that, like, I'm not saying that you have to, like, every relationship is going to be a failure or every relationship is going to be, you know, great. I've seen, like, you know, like right now, for example, my my, my fourth oldest brother, like, I, f- I feel like his relationship is getting a lot better, mm-hmm. you know, than it used to be. And, you know, because people change. People grow. Yeah, people grow. So just because you're having a bad time now doesn't necessarily mean you have the wrong partner, mm-hmm. you know. Maybe you just need to talk it out and try to get you guys the same mindset and be able to see from a point of view that's, like, not so exclusive right. like for example like it's not like me versus you maybe you guys are thinking like it's us you know and, and maybe at one point your maturity level wasn't to the point where it is now where you mm. can start to see and understand things better or your emotional you know mindset wasn't you know the greatest back in the day and now it's better you know and that's why relationships your relationship is better you know yeah. and i totally agree People grow, you know, like, you know, teens don't know what they want, you know, mm-hmm. even people in their 30s don't really know what they want, right. you know, so it's kind of like, don't, don't put an age into figuring this out. I've seen people go on their whole lives while figuring it out because they never really took the time to actually try to figure it out. Mm-hmm. And I think the biggest thing is, you know, like you said, Im- immature, people being immature and not willing to look within, like within and maybe think that maybe they, you know, you are the problem. And it's not your significant other. Maybe your significant other has, you know, things that they say that's valid that you're just not listening to because you don't want to change as a person. Right. Do you think that for our situation, so we are actually each other's first girlfriends and boyfriends. Yes. So because we don't have that history of having girlfriends and boyfriends, that maybe that might also be kind of like a benefit. Yeah, and I'm saying we're kind of lucky. Because then now I don't have to worry about whatever baggage that you had to deal with with previous relationships, and you don't have to deal with baggage from my previous relationships. We're both basically just two people who are doing this like kind of like blind in a sense with right. each other. Which is why I said that we were. I, I was kind of lucky to find someone that's not dating at that time. You know, I mean, we were both 16. The chances of finding someone that hasn't been in a relationship was really high right no every really? everybody i knew was like dating someone or interested in yeah, someone you know really yeah i was like man i'm over here 17 years old 18 years old i haven't kissed a girl yet <laughs> you know but the only girls i've kissed is like my nieces you know <laughs> like, oh, this is getting wow. really sad yeah that's i don't know maybe it was just me but when i was like 14, 15. I never thought about boys. <laughs> yeah, that's because you were like a late bloomer. Like I, I was said. still playing with Barbie dolls. I know. That's what I'm saying. You were a late bloomer. And plus, like, your older brothers were never like really around to show you. 
Um, or, or, I or mean, your sister. Like I said before, uh, my parents didn't allow us to date, so everything had to be done in in secret. My oldest brother was in a relationship, but we never saw him in any of his relationships because he moved out. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. So you you weren't exposed to this, right? So the only relationship I really grew up with was um, my one of my older brothers. Um, he had a long time girlfriend for seven years, and then they broke up. And their relationship was pretty positive, I had to say. Uh-huh. But then again, you know, I only saw the positive sides right. of it. I didn't see things behind closed doors, you know. Mm-hmm. And then I had my older sister who, oh, their relationship is something else. <laughs> 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 the way they communicate is literally like arguing. arguing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's like such, such a turnoff it, to it me. It was, you know, it, perfect example. Hey, hon, what do you want to drink? I don't know. What do you want to drink? You know. Well, did you just tell me what you want to drink? <laughs> well, I asked you first. Well, I don't know. What do we have? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Why don't you go check the refrigerator? But you asked me what I wanted to drink. Yeah. Like that's that's legitly how their conversation is all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I see like this, like just dogs, like two dogs that don't get along. You know. That they live in the same house, but they don't give a yeah. they, they don't get along, you know. And whenever they see each other, it's it's, it's like th- the way they speak is literally by yelling. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, and, and when I see that, it turns me off mm-hmm. so much. Like that's one thing I cannot have in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same. And so, like, I I try not to do that. Yeah. So, like, these are your examples, <laughs> but they weren't really around. Yeah, they weren't really around. I didn't see it very much. So you weren't really like you know prone to what a relationship is. So that's why you never thought of a relationship. Mm-hmm. That's why you just played with Barbie dolls. I played with Barbie dolls. I made up stories that were always like happy and it had happy yeah, endings, like princess <laughs> stories. Like, oh, this is Cinderella over here. And I watched all these like chick flicks that had happy endings. I read yeah. all these romance books that had happy endings. So in my mind, I've always wanted this like happy ending, like romantic story. Yeah. Where the guy courts you. <laughs> yeah, see? And in my mind, is I just, I just need a, 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 a girl that's not crazy. You know, like, I just need someone who's, like, not confrontational and, like, always barking at my neck. All you have to do is be nice to me, respect me. You know, you could do romantic things every now and then. I don't know. But that was all. That was all I asked for. Yeah, and all I asked for was someone who just listened. <laughs> like, legit, <laughs> that's all. Someone who listens and actually, like, don't, like, always try to start fights. That's funny. My, my, um, what do you call it? Um, not representation. My references and mm-hmm. what a romantic relationships should be came from books and movies. <laughs> yeah. And my references is from failures. <laughs> just failures all around me. But yeah, so... I don't know. Yeah, we were lucky to be our, each other's first. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it's kind of like luck-based, but even if it's not like even if you are not the first stuff that like these these rules oh, these yeah. foundations still applies. Right. Like I would still take these foundations. You know, if I was dating like right. ten girls, like if we weren't together anymore, like yeah, yeah I'd still look for the same know, qualities. Right. Yeah. So um, I think the the hardest part is that. When you're trying to fix a toxic relationship, it's the hardest one, you know, because when you're in a toxic relationship, it's a lot of backing down and not 
attacking the other person for from uh for attacking you mm-hmm. you know so a perfect example is me and my mom's relationship used to be so bad it was like just like how your sister's relationship is now where every other word is just yelling 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 right. you know my mom was like this to all all of her kids you know to all my brothers and sisters she was just always yelling at them and because that's that's how she knew how to talk right that's all she knew how to communicate it's always anger 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 and it took a long time because I, I realized this and I was like, I want to have a good relationship with my parents, mm-hmm. you know? So I, I can't expect her to change, but if I change and maybe if I change the way I handle this relationship, we could change it, you know, right. in the future and slowly worked at it. So that's what I did. I slowly worked that relationship. I backed off, you know, when she comes yelling at me, I'm just like, oh, okay. You know, she's... Maybe she's yelling at me because she's not really angry at me because maybe she's yelling at me because she doesn't know how to talk to me. Mm-hmm. So I, I pulled back and I was like, hey, like, why are you why are you always yelling? You know, like, relax. And it didn't happen, you know, magically within one day. This right. took years. It took years for her to realize it's OK to just talk and not yell. You know, not, so whenever she yells at me, I would just laugh. <laughs> I was like, mom, you you talking crazy, you know? And then she'll realize, oh yeah, maybe I am talking crazy. <laughs> so she starts laughing, you know? And then boom, we we diffuse right. the, the confrontation that was gonna happen because I backed off, you know? And if she kept continuing, like if she was really in a bad mood and she kept coming at me, I'd just be like, hey, you know? I would listen, not say anything. I just take all of it, you know? The brunt of it, I don't take it personally. I just take it as she's angry at something, you know, let her blow her fuse and then we could come back like maybe a day or so and talk again, you know? That's why they say that in a relationship, you always like bounce off of the person's energy. Mm -hmm. So if the person's negative or angry or, you know, just, I don't know just a terrible person, then you're going to also kind of reflect that same energy back. Right. But if you're like presenting this positive energy, the other person is going to feel it too. Right. You know, and like, you know, like every every now and then when we have our disputes, you will start raising your voice, Mm -hmm. you know, and I'm like, hey, 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 you know, why are you yelling? Why are you yelling? (laughs) You know, and man, that makes her really angry. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, that's why I realized like, Hey, like, you know, be really controlling yourself. So if you're in a toxic relationship, you have to be the bigger person. You know, you have to be the person that would like be sick to, to be able to take that negative energy out of the relationship, you know? So you have to pull back, you know, be positive, try to look forward to like good things only. And your partner may not be on the same page, but you know, but she starts to realize that, holy shit, like, I'm always just yelling at this guy, mm-hmm. you know? And then you can slowly work out that toxic relationship, right. you know? It's not going to take, it's not going to happen it's within a day. It's not going to happen, right, in, in a day or a week, you mm-hmm. know? But y- you'll see it improve. Right. As long as you keep yourself in control, mm-hmm. you know, and always try to add positive energy to it. And, you know, and if it doesn't work, then it just means that that's not the right person for you. You know, not all relationships can be saved. Like, tragically, that that's how I think. Yeah, that's true. You know, because some people are so locked up in that negative energy that, like, they refuse to let it go. And it's not your job 
to, you know, it's not your job to change the person, right? They should be able to learn how to change themselves, right? So, I'm saying, like, you know, if you try this and you try and try and it doesn't work, then yeah. maybe it's time to leave. And I think that's one of the biggest issues in a relationship is the fact that people feel like they can change the other person. Mm-hmm. That's not how a relationship should be. Mm-hmm. The person should be able to change themselves, right? Yeah, they should be able to see, okay, what they're doing wrong, what their flaws are, and be able to change. To make the relationship better. Yeah, and don't be afraid to leave. Mm-hmm. You know, like, to me, like, even now, it's like, you know, if you do, if you start going down this ne- negative path, you know, like, I don't want to leave, but I I st- I can I can leave. Right, because if you're becoming too toxic, then I have to. Yeah, like, I don't want to be here, you know. I have to put my foot gra- on the ground, be like, hey, I love you and all that, but. It's too much. Yeah, it's too much, and I, I will go. Speaking of which, no, I was kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but I think um, for us, a deal breaker for me to like really leave a relationship or this relationship would be if you were to like have an affair. Yeah, same. I feel like, you know, we're in a good place where we can work anything out. Right. Except, you know, like except little, for an affair. <laughs> right. If you have an affair, that's like, okay, we can't work that out. Like. You've been in another hole. That's it. Sorry. Like, dang. <laughs> what if I give you two in return? But like, you get two re- two affairs. You get two affairs. No. No, but no. Yeah. But yeah, like I said, you know, I think we're in a good place where if we were to have an argument, you know, we can we can manage to somehow fix it. Mm-hmm. We'll be able to kind of talk it over. And fix it. But if it comes to an affair, I don't think, you know. Yeah. I, well, I don't think that we can fix it as a couple. Yeah. Maybe, like, I, I definitely know for a fact that we, we will break up. Mm-hmm. But maybe in the future, you know, it might come back. But that that's an if. That's a big maybe, yeah. you know. And knowing myself, I'm very, very, like, stubborn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm very, like, prideful about things like mm-hmm. that. So if, yeah. if there were, <laughs> you know, like, if an affair happened... It's over. Yeah, it's over. Like, I'm putting my foot down. Chop your dangling off. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep, you better wish you're far, far away or else you're not going to see see that nah, friend I, of I yours think, anymore. I, I think eventually you'll get over it. I mean, yeah, I'll get over it, but it's something that, you know. I guess, I guess every, just like. going to have a hangover you all the time. But it's different, you. though. You know, like, every affair is different, you know. Oh, Yeah. Like for example, let's say that for example, uh, you and me are not having a good time. We're, it's like bad all the time, and maybe let's say this for example. I'm just throwing this out there. I'm trying, you know, to fix it. You're not willing to do it, you know. You're being combative, and I just go and have an affair, and I come back, you know, and we break up. Of course, you wouldn't get over that. No, dang! I told you, I'm 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 too stubborn and too. So even if you knew, even if later down the road, I'll think back about it and be like, man, like I really pushed this person to do it. Yeah. So you said like five years later. I don't think so. I think that I think I would come to forgive you, but like that wouldn't. I I I wouldn't come back to the relationship. I I don't know, man. I think you 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 might. I'm not 100 percent sure to say that you will. 
But I think I can I can get you back though. Really? I mean, maybe we could be friends. Nah, 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 nah. I think I can get okay. you back. Okay, you're a little too. Uh, Hell yeah, I'm confident. Ego over here. I'm confident. No, but the thing is, like, I I can see it with with you. You know, like if if I feel like I was the one that pushed you away mm-hmm. and. You went and had an affair and we broke up and stuff like that. I think like a couple of years down the road, you know. A couple of years down the yeah, road. Yeah, <laughs> I could come back to like, they, yeah, because I'm stubborn too, you know. Mm-hmm. But that's the, the point. We're so stubborn that it's going to take us a couple of years. But then we could have m- met someone else. I don't know. I don't think you get any better than this, though. Oh, please. Woo! <laughs> you heard that, boys and girls? It ain't getting anything okay, better this, than this. This podcast should be renamed to Building Up Babu's Ego. Hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> call y'all, call you, call him, uh, the fans Bobs. Because self, y'all building my ego. Proclaimed wise ego mm-hmm. over here. Hell yeah! <laughs> but I think so. I think I could uh, make it work again. As long as you like acknowledge, but that that has to be the situation though. Like if I just went and and have an affair now when everything's all good, yeah. Oh yeah, I'm not coming if, back. If the affair is something that's so like spontaneous and it happened because you got drunk, went out with some friends, yeah, it's over. Like, hey that, man, that could it. happen. Yeah, it's over. Damn. Okay. <laughs> you know, it's one of those things where hey, it's been great, it's been good, and you went and you destroyed it. It's over. Like, yeah, that's, that's it, true. You know, I agree. I, I, it's the same for me too. You know. It's now, like, what's considered having an affair? <laughs> uh, being at least them. <laughs> being at least two feet to them. No, just looking at. I them. think to me personally, I think kissing is like it's forgivable. Yeah. It's going to be a like problem, but it's kind of like, yeah, it's not that bad. But I think intercourse, sexual intercourse is where it's like the limit. Yeah. Sexual intercourse is like, okay, like. Like you committed. You, you, you could have stopped, yeah. but you committed and yeah. you went. All the way. All the way. Yeah. yeah. Especially if there's no problems in the relationship. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, like kissing is like, you know, you might have just done it. And then realize, oh shit, like this is not what I want, you know? Mm-hmm. Like this is wrong. Then to me, it's like, I'll be mad if you kiss another dude. I'll be mad, you know? But I was like, okay, it's forgivable. Like, you know, we can work at this. But You'll be mad for like how long? Two years. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. To be honest, I, I, I tend to not get mad for very long. I know, you don't. So, so let's just say hypothetically <laughs> that I came to you, like, you know, everything's good now. And then I just came to you and said, Hey, I met so-and-so at work and we kind of just kissed. It was just like, we just had a moment and we kissed. It didn't mean anything. Like I'm still in love with you. I don't know, man. <laughs> that one kind of hurt. I'll be mad for a while. I don't know how long, but that one kind of hurt. You just met this dude. Like, this is not even your longtime friend. No, like, like I, mean, I would rather you no, kiss a longtime it's friend. Like, it's like a work friend. Like, I, I know this friend for a while. You know, we've been like just hanging out at work, and we were just talking, and all of a sudden, we just kind of kissed. <laughs> Look at this dude thinking it like really happened. <laughs> Uh yeah I don't know I, I don't know until it happens I guess but I know that like eventually I'll forgive though like I wouldn't break up with you over it. What if 
It happened multiple times. Yeah, then it's over. Because <laughs> oh, it, really? Yeah. Because it was intentional right, cheating. Right, the first time it's like, oh, shit, like, it happened, you know. It's, it it's, happened. Okay, let me evaluate what right. I'm doing. Maybe I'm not doing something that's causing this person to go and and kiss this mm-hmm. person. Yeah. Okay, sure. But the thing is, like, if you do it multiple times, to me, it's like, oh, you're interested in this guy. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, yeah. you're not interested in me anymore. So to me, it's like, all right, you better pick and choose, you know, because I ain't going to be plan B. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, if you have plan B, go for plan B. That's my thinking on it. But mm-hmm. what were we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> okay, this podcast is like all over the place. <laughs> we were talking about our relationship. We've been dating long distance for about seven years. And then. Um, yeah, but it, what, what brought up this topic, though? Oh, 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 oh of uh, cheating. And I it, have no idea. Okay, because I remember what I was going to say. <laughs> I was going to say, look, if your partner has cheated on you, you know, that's up to you guys. Mm-hmm. You know, don't use us as like your go to, like, right. oh, like, like they wouldn't forgive, right. you know? To me, it's like, we're look, not here to tell you what to do. Right. I'm just giving you guidelines, you know, and my personal feelings on certain things. You know, like, if your partner has cheated on you, but you guys are willing to work it out, and go through it like mm-hmm. you know more power to you you know work for your happiness yeah you know but understand that you if you're willing to forgive the person for it you have to forgive them yeah you, you, you know? can't use it against them all the time right you can't say like, you well can't you just, went and did this yeah you can't just hang it over their head and use it for your benefit and like try to manipulate future situations and you know future decisions based on their Past actions, right? And if you were the person who who did cheat, you know, and you wanted to make it work again, don't get mad if they do use this situation, Mm -hmm. you know, over your head. You know what I'm saying? Like, be understanding and be like, yeah, they're still mad, you know, it's gonna take a while for them to get over. But you yourself have to put your foot down and be like, look, you can't hold this forever, you know? Like, I'm understanding. I know I fucked up. I'm willing to try to make it right, you know? But, you know, you got to stop using this against me. Right. So you have to realize that, you know, they can't do this over because now it becomes a toxic relationship. Right. That's why I'm saying that if you were to ever, you know, cheat on me, it would be so hard because I would be so stubborn and I would hang it over your head all the time. Right. But I'll just be like, look. And and it would just be a very toxic relationship from there on out. I don't think so. Because I would just be like, look, you really drove me away. You know? Like, it has to be to the point where, like, it's reasonable. Sure. Like, like, like for example, like, we were arguing for years. Mm-hmm. You know? And I, I'm unhappy. I've told you that I'm unhappy. But to be personal, like, to be, to be, tr- to be fair, if I was in that situation like that, I would have left. You know, I wouldn't cheat. I would have left and then, you know, go do the other stuff. If, if I know that our relationship was toxic for years. Yeah. You know, like I wouldn't stay. I guess in a sense, like I, would, I, do, I wouldn't want to cheat on you because I have too much respect for you to cheat on you. Yeah. That I would rather break up the relationship and then go do whatever I have to do, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Yeah. So after seven years of long distance, we decided to move to Austin, and now we're living together. No. <laughs> oh, my uh, last year, 
in Wisconsin, we lived together for a bit. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then you moved out. Yeah, to do my own thing. Yeah. And then back together again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but anyways, still a lot of topics to talk about. You know, this is just kind of like rough overalls. Um, if you guys want to hear the redemption story of when we broke up, I, I can tell that too. But that's like a whole other story, you know. Or the story of how we met, we can also tell oh, that yeah. too. So. We can break this up into a relationship series podcast. Mm-hmm. Episode one through ten. <laughs> yeah, a whole season. <laughs> that's that's how uh, complicated our story is. Yeah, maybe maybe once we talk about it, it won't be complicated as complicated. Yeah, but, but there's, there's just th- a lot of a lot of history. Yeah, behind. Yeah. But um, you know, we're all for helping you guys out. If you guys have mm-hmm. any relationship advice, you know, yeah, just send it to us at our email. Babus to babus at gmail.com. Send us your questions, your concerns. It doesn't have to be about a romantic relationship you're in. It could be about anything. Yeah, relationships um, with your mom, relationship with right. your friends. Because that those are like a whole nother topics too, you right. know. Right. And we'll and and we'll try to answer your questions every Tuesdays and Thursdays. Those days are dedicated to answering questions that are sent to our email. Um yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of what else. Uh, oh, and also, like, you know, don't take our, like, our advice isn't, like, the end-all, be-all. We're not experts yeah. by any means. We don't have, you know, a PhD or any license to say that, okay, what we're telling you is the, you know, is, is what you should take it. We're simply giving you advice that we feel... Um, I guess it's just our point of view of right. what the situation is. So, yeah, you be warned that if you follow our advice, it may not go the way that, you know, <laughs> we say it will, all right? Because everybody's different. You know, people see things differently. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, please do shoot us an email at... Baboostababoos at gmail.com. B-A-B-U-S... T-O... B-A-B-U-S... <laughs> at gmail.com <laughs> <laughs> all right i guess i'll catch you guys or we will catch you guys on the next episode of babos to babos see ya